0: Hello friends and family, we're back to read a little more Ernest from Earth. This is Chapter 5. Realizing he had not been killed, Ernest raised an eyebrow before slowly opening one eye and then the next. Ernest's hands were raised, but he lowered them as he took in the creature before him. The life form is outside the shuttle cabin. Thank you, Otis. You are welcome. Ernest looked upon what appeared to be a boy around his age. The boy resembled Ernest in many ways. He had dark, almost shaggy hair that kicked up in cowlicks around his head. His features were broad, but very human. He even wore a familiar style of clothing. While Ernest wore clothing typical of his era on Earth, a smooth, tailored red pullover top, with patterned paneling, and a slightly raised collar, like that of a classic kung fu uniform, black straight-legged pants, and red athletic shoes, his counterpart wore clothes typical of an earlier time on earth. He wore dirty and faded blue denim pants, worn and weathered brown boots, and a buttoned tan shirt. The boy was a bit shorter and stockier than Ernest, but he looked every part of the ordinary 12- or 13-year-old earthling, all except for his red complexion. This inhabitant of Varen on Targ had red skin, and not the faint dark red hue that would occasionally filter into Ernest's tan cheeks during moments of embarrassment, but true red. The boy held what amounted to a slingshot. Earth children still played with slingshots and similarly simple toys in the 22nd century. Even though it was pointed at him, the sight of a familiar artifact was strangely comforting. As the two boys studied each other, the red being lowered, lowered the implement, and stared with a furrowed brow. Ernest decided he must do something. He slowly raised one open hand in an attempt to reassure the boy of his peaceful intentions. While he maintained eye contact with his new encounter, Ernest's other hand searched the control panel for the button that would release the clear dome of the pod. May I remind you that United Governments of Earth Regulation 187-6 prohibits human interaction with mid-developed societies, warned Otis. I think that ship has sailed, Ernest whispered out of the corner of his mouth, barely moving his lips. He's looking right at me. Plus, we have to do something. Ernest found the button and with his raised hand pointed a finger up toward the pod bubble and nodded to the boy as a sort of explanation. Ernest pressed the button and the half-sphere immediately snapped away. The boy jumped back from the abrupt movement and redrew his slingshot yelling in deep guttural sounds. Whoa, 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 Ernest said, again raising both hands and stepping up onto the edge of the pod and out onto the ground. The boy lowered the slingshot, but he maintained a safe distance and continued to speak in a language Ernest did not understand. Otis, do we have the Universal Translator ready? I am currently sorting all scientific recordings and analyses of the known languages of Targ, while analyzing this life form's particular speech patterns to select the correct dialect. This will take a moment. Okay. Well, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. Entertain him. All right, Ernest said, offering his new encounter a forced smile. Ernest stood fidgeting awkwardly for a few seconds before exclaiming, Oh, I've got it. Ernest raised an index finger to indicate the need for one second, turned around and pulled his backpack from the pod. The boy again drew back on a slingshot, but he left it pointed at the ground. He watched Ernest open his pack with more curiosity than fear. Ernest reached into his bag and pulled out his baseball gloves and ball. He held them out, showing them to the boy. The red-skinned resident of Targ leaned forward and squinted his eyes as he examined the gloves from a safe distance. Ernest set down his father's glove and pulled his own over his hand. Then, Ernest demonstrated throwing the baseball into his glove. The boy took a step closer and looked on with apparent interest. Ernest picked up the other glove and mimed throwing it to his new acquaintance, who offered a slight nod. Ernest gently tossed the glove toward his counterpart. The boy took a step back and the glove landed in the dirt. The red stranger looked at the glove apprehensively. Then he looked up to Ernest, who smiled and nodded toward the glove. The boy picked up the glove and slid it over his hand, mimicking Ernest. Ernest smiled his broad smile, held up the ball, and with an inquisitive look, motioned a throw. The boy nodded more deliberately than before, and Ernest lobbed him the ball. The boy caught the ball in the glove and chuckled to himself. That made Ernest chuckle, and both boys looked at each other and smiled. Ernest motioned for the boy to throw the ball back. The boy did, and so it was that a 12-year-old earthling with a light brown complexion came to play catch with a red-skinned boy from Targ.